Wow, what do you know? It's time for the Pocket Knife Show. Hey, it's Mike on the mic again for another episode of the Pocket Knife Podcast. My tolerance for out of tunishness is fairly low. Little deviations from the norm in a musical instrument or a voice in a choir give me the heebie-jeebies. The dissonance causes pain in my ears and in my heart. I play the guitar, which sits in my office, often enough that it's usually mostly in tune. I can pick it up, form a chord with my left hand, and play something with my right, which will sound okay. I almost always turn on the built-in electronic tuner and adjust each string in turn anyway. I want the E string to sound an actual E when plucked and the B string to sound an actual B when strummed. I don't want either a sort of E flattish or B sharpish thing. When I've tuned every string, I play an E major chord and, if every string is right, I feel at peace. Shortly after my family and I moved to Pratt 11 plus years ago, we went to our first concert at the local high school. My wife and I found seats in the bleachers while our girls grabbed their instruments and joined the rest of the band on the gym floor. A few minutes before showtime, the director of the band began going around tuning each instrument individually. I'd never seen anyone do this in my life. When he was done and the band was ready, the results were astonishing. My eyes went wide. I'm not sure I've ever heard a high school band sound as good. A month or two ago, my wife and I went to a symphony concert in Wichita on a Saturday night. We don't do this often because a late night before I have to preach on Sunday is seldom good for my ability to focus during worship. But our daughter was in the 130-some voice chorus singing Mozart's Requiem, so we went. Before the music started, the principal violinist stood and played a tuning note. When the rest of the orchestra matched her, she sat and awaited the conductor's entrance. Days later, our local tuner showed up to tweak the strings of our church's piano. For over an hour, I worked while he hit a note or a pair of notes and tightened or loosened this string or that string. The plinking and plunking you've been hearing while listening to this episode, that was recorded in my office while he brought each note to a state of tuned bliss. When he was nearly finished, he played a few measures of beautiful music, then went up the keys from low to high, double-checking what he'd done. Minutes later, he packed up his tool bag, wrote out an invoice, and exited the building. For a few months, this instrument which leads God's people in praise will play perfect harmonies. Ah. Speaking of harmony, Paul wrote this to the church in Rome. Romans 12:16. Live in harmony with one another. The fact that he had to add that sentence to his letter to this band of brothers in Christ suggests that there might have been some disharmony among them. Perhaps the song they were singing to the world around them was a little off-key. What does Paul tell this out-of-tune church to do to get themselves in line with what God wants? Verse 10, be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Verse 13, share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Verse 15, rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. More from verse 16, Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. Verses 17 and 18. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. There's more in the chapter, but these will stand for the rest. 
Relational harmony among believers is achieved when each member of the church is tuned into the needs of those around him. Dissonance dissipates when an individual follower of Jesus makes every effort to be in unity with her sister. When evil is repaid with good, beautiful music is made. Music those who aren't sure about Christians can't ignore. Psalm 133.1 says, How wonderful, how beautiful, when brothers and sisters get along. What are you doing to get along with those who sit across the aisle from you on Sunday and who serve with you on Monday? Are you seeking God's help? I'm telling you this in-tune living thing requires dependence on the Spirit. How else are you and a bunch of others going to be at peace? Your flesh is going to get in the way if God doesn't do his work, tweaking this behavior or that attitude, making you and your sister more and more like Jesus. He's the note to match, the melody line to follow, the symphony to play in harmony with all his children. that I know we've come to the end of the show. See you next time.